0: The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to know what your competitors are up to? Serving as an essential ad and marketing intelligence platform, Social Peta covers advertising data from over 80 global ad networks across 70 countries and regions. And they have more than 300 enterprise clients. You might've heard of a few, including Google, Tencent games, NetEase games, and so much more. Learn more by visiting socialpeta.com. That's socialpeta.com. Scaling your Apple search ads campaigns can be challenging if you don't have the right toolkit. Trust me. I felt the pain. From market insights to automation tools, SearchAds.com provides everything you need in a single intuitive dashboard so you can easily adapt, optimize, and grow your mobile business in the App Store. Learn more by going to SearchAds.com. Let's go into part two of our live stream, and that's where we like to kick off with some dad jokes. And so, did were you able to find any at all, or?
1: Yeah, I think I, I found one.
0: Okay, good. Um,
1: so, yeah.
0: Do you? Want, so you're the guest. Do you want me to go first, or do you want do you, do you want to go first?
1: I think I'm gonna get mine out of the way first cause it might be a little cringe, but, um, so, um, do you know why there are pop tarts, but no mom tarts?
0: No, why?
1: Because of the pastryarchy. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for that laugh me. track. Really <laughs> <laughs> it, was quiet. it was quiet for me for that one.
0: All right. This is for Adrian. Kate, what's Irish and stays out all summer? patio furniture oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh. so see so look. Like, hey this is a, a little is this a plant come on kate who is this chris guy is he a plant i he know chris, a big <laughs> yeah chris is my hype man hype man <laughs> right now Thanks,
1: chris. all
0: right so if you thought kate's joke was better put kate or k and then if you <laughs> thought my joke was put it put it better put s and then me, kate and i will figure out what the winner gets and what the loser has to do so, okay. Try to find another one. If you can, we'll be, we'll have round two and it is in part two. I also want to talk to you about the push notifications and this huge library that you guys have. I think it's one of the best ways to try to bring back users. So that's a little tease for you guys, but let's take a look at our very first app. We have Ravi and Ravi's app is I've got it. It's called inspire. We've seen a couple of these different apps here, Ravi. So <laughs> welcome aboard. So users can search for quotes by writer. And quotes, word features, themes. Okay, he doesn't really say what he wants us to focus on, <clears throat> but so we'll focus on everything as fast as we can. Kate, anything that stands out to you on this app store listing page?
1: I think I really like how there's like different ways to even use the app. So you can see that they have like push notifications. So like you get like daily motivation, or depending on the frequency that you choose, right? Um, can take a peek at like daily quotes in the app as well as like, there's a cool like widget feature, which is awesome as well as like, for those that are more religious, there's also like kind of that Bible versus option. So kind of oh, showcasing yeah. the different types of, um, mm. yeah, different types of quotes. It's a little bit of, like, I would probably wouldn't like forget to scroll through all these options, but mm. I think highlighting your four most important kind of features is awesome to have. Um, yeah. Any, what's your opinion, Steve, kind of on these four screenshots?
0: I like the reviews knowing I know there's this other motivation app that ranks number one for motivation and that that app is killing it and I've seen a lot of copycats Mm -hmm. because of this I think what I would try to say is maybe because you brought up the Bible Bible verses like I know that has good traffic so maybe I might try to go niche on this app and try to really play up the Bible aspect of things versus always trying to go for motivation unless ravi you are already seeing good traction on there but I, I like the layout of the screenshots and everything else i think the subtitle could use some work in terms of going for aso <clears throat> you want affirmations you want bible verses you want to play up that motivation is a really competitive term and so i don't think i've tried to rank for it just hard to particularly rank for but that's what how i would approach this at a macro level
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay anything else you want to add here kate before we go into the app no
1: oh, i think i'm good i think you can catch Actually,
0: me. let me look at one last thing the spanish mexico i'm gonna assume ravi knows his stuff oh ravi come on man so the you know 101 i say this all the time but for those who are joining us i have to repeat stuff but if you use english keywords different title different subtitle this Spanish Mexico localization helps your US ranking. So if you're not gonna use Spanish in here, use English, use a whole different title and subtitle. So this might be like daily affirmations versus that or Bible quotes, right? The Spanish Mexico localization. So I have MX up here. That's what I would do here, Ravi. That will help your ASO as well. All right, let's take a look at the app. Boom.
1: Let's get into
0: it. Let's get into it. (laughs) <laughs> be kind stay classy think different very appellation huh, Kate, all right yeah think i
1: was too. like i love to think different yeah. <laughs> i'm a sucker i'm a seed person so
0: all right we're used to seeing stuff like this how often do you want to be push notification i'm gonna put three start at eight yeah i, really, I really
1: like this too because i think after this maybe after you select it and click continue, I'm gonna see if I was right. Cause I played around with the app last night, so. Oh,
0: no, cool. Come prepare.
1: Yeah, um, yeah um. see, perfect. I really like the contextual ask. I think that's a test that we have with a lot of users is like when to ask for permissions, mm. specifically like um, push notifications because it's super, super important because if you mess up on that time when you ask for that permission, like a user has to go back into their app settings, their phone and actually like, act, like Enable notifications. So I really liked the contextual ask within the onboarding flow because sometimes in a lot of apps they don't get it right, and it's just immediately when you open up the iOS prompt. So kudos, Ravi, on doing that contextual ask for push.
0: Kate, do you want to? I'm gonna ask you a personal question. Any specific areas in your life that you'd like to improve? Um.
1: (laughs) I think positive thinking and stress anxiety. Yeah, positive thinking and stress anxiety. Yeah.
0: Oh, this is cheap so six dollars a year cancelled 24 hours before i like this anything you want to add here
1: yeah so one thing i wanted to point out too and i think we kind of spoke about it a little bit too um was i think you kind of highlight all like the benefits before in the value prop i think like adding a little bit more or testing potentially, like putting some value props at the top when it says unlock everything. It's like, what do users get again? It's like reminding them, oh, like I know it says categories, writers team customizations, but like what value out of like categories are they gonna get, right? It's like a daily like routine, like they're gonna, I don't know, if they chose self esteem, maybe depending on what they chose to, to improve you have a different value pop up here, right? Um, So that's one thing I think would be a cool, like cool test um, suggestion. And then again, Maybe you guys have, I like how you have 50% off and it's like highlighted, like the five ninety nine dollars 99 option. Um, but I really like, it'd be cool if you had maybe a third plan, right? And so you sandwich it in between. So people are like, maybe not choosing the cheapest, but like you get the most value out of this one, right? Versus just highlighting that it's a discount off, right? Um, yeah, so those are kind of my two immediate suggestions. Steve, do you have anything?
0: I love it. So it's not unlock everything's I would remove the S, mm-hmm. but I, I agree with you, Kate, that you want to put a little bit more value prop. We actually found that longer pricing pages are converting better because we know that they do convert better on the web. And so adding more text and context and what the benefits are to subscribing is what I would do. Mm-hmm. And I love the third option. And what we've been testing on our end, Kate is having a third option with no trial. So I know mm-hmm. he has a monthly, yearly with trial, monthly no trial. Yearly with trial, but then we've been doing yearly discounted with no trial too, and we've seen mm-hmm. pretty good results. Because again, you want to give them options, and, and you know where users want to find the deal. Where's the best deal? And so, mm-hmm. by having this sort of decoy pricing, that third plan is just a throwaway to get you to get onto a plan that we really want to get on, get you on, and also the Blinkist model of, I'll just pull a Blinkist. That's what I save all the time of being like, Hey, this is how your trial works. We've seen that time and again, just having this visual element works really, really well. And at that, at this slow, low price point, Robbie, I think you can convert a lot more. If you just hide all the other plans and just show the yearly start your three day trial, here's your three day, how your three day works. I might even test a seven day trial to see if that would convert better just because your price is so low. And then I know, Kate, you mentioned this earlier, but like try increasing your prices, it's it's pretty low. And at this price point, with all the conversion rates, like you're not gonna be able to do any paid marketing given the lifetime value of your users and the conversion rates that you're likely gonna get from here. So probably test a higher price point too.
1: Yeah, agree. there's a lot of value you're getting, like the widget thing is super cool. So up your yeah. price. You're worth more.
0: (laughs) You're worth more. I love it.
1: And oh, last thing I want to say is,
0: we said positive thinking, right? So you can leverage Mm -hmm. what we inputted and put on this, like, you know, unlock thousands of positive thinking quotes or blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Contextualize the value prop for users, um, given what they input before, right? What they want to focus on.
0: Rudy said, grammar check, everything's, yep. Rossi found out the, Rossi's comment, just for those who are listening to the podcast, Rossi said, that 50% label should stand out, maybe make a, use it a different text color. So I love this community. People are just providing content. Here's what I found, yeah. Kate, are like, when I first started doing these live streams, people were really nice, they'd be nice. Now they're thinking on a mean edge, like me, so I like it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and you'd start travers- to criticize. <laughs> yes, that's what people, most people, want to hear. Anyway, they want to hear the truth, mm-hmm. not sugarcoat anything. Kate, we have some traders here in the live stream. Uh, Kate, I think oh. you won that first round.
1: By a landslide, though? It looks oh like I,
0: I have no <laughs> votes whatsoever. This is the most votes that anybody's gotten in any live stream. I don't know what you're oh, doing. I'm but...
1: battered, guys. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's what I get for setting you up. Okay, let's get into this like push notification library. So I want to pull this up for those who are interested. Taplytics has it. It's in their resources. Really good push notifications. If you guys want to check it out, but talk to me a little bit about, you kind of mentioned it with a little bit with when we were looking at this motivate inspire app, but when should we be asking for this push notifications? And I will start off with this too, Okay, We have this AB test that one of our members, I guess the community, somebody in our community did where he ask people you know that use that default prompt to enable push notifications mm-hmm. versus asking them twice hey do you want to enable push notifications and he found that just blatantly asking people saw a more of an opt-in what have you guys seen on your end in terms of getting people to enable push notifications
1: yeah, so again, like that cool, like just brazen, like giving them the like um, iOS prompt at the beginning um, is a test in itself, right? Because that might resonate with users, rate. Um, your user base more than others. We've seen a lot of our clients test like after they've favorited an item or wanted to follow an item, um, getting a prompt then, right? Because the value that they get out of that is like if there's a price reduction or something, they're going to get notified. Um, when that happens so they can make that purchase or they add something to their favorites. That's kind of a contextual ask. Um, Within the onboarding process, it's always, we usually like to recommend doing a soft prompt just because it kind of hedges any risks that someone will not um, accept or like allow permissions. Um, And then it gives you the opportunity if they deny or decline that soft prompt, you haven't missed the opportunity to give your iOS prompt later on. Um, So we usually like to recommend if it's not like kind of contextual, he's having a soft prompt available. Um, but yeah, that's usually where we see a lot of our clients testing. And then with that soft prompt, copy, um, look and feel of it, kind of that whole experience um, as well. Oh. I think you're muted, Steve. <laughs>
0: Hey, good thing I talk with my hands so much because people then know that I'm like muted. Are there any types of push notifications that work really well in bringing back your users? I know it really depends on the app itself, but I'm kind of reading through all these different types of push notifications. Are there one you found like, hey, this type of messaging just brings people back in?
1: Yeah. So I think adding like type of like any type of urgency to your copy and your push notification um, is super important, right? So it has to be timely for someone to take an action or actually want to navigate into your app and click on it. Right. Um, So I would always say and suggest like adding um, urgent kind of copy. So like expires something expires something like take this action. Now it's only available for a certain amount of time. That's super, super important. Um, to drive traffic into your app. Um, I'd also play around with adding like an image or like a gift to to your um, push notification emojis also like tone, like adding an emoji, I think, increased like some of depending on your audience. Right. Um, increased like traffic into the app. Um, but one thing I wanted to point out, too, is it's really important not to just measure in terms of your push strategy, um, just direct opens. Right. Because some people, especially now with like new iOS um like push notification settings right like you can have a lot of like users have a lot of control of like how they manage push notifications in their notification center right so making sure like you're not um, flooding that notification center with like too many pushes is super important um so timing is super important when you send them um as well as like testing copy again is super super important
0: Yeah, I love the personalization, right? If you can somehow personalize it, that tends to work well, too. I love the timely ones. I think I hate the ones that just say, hey, what's up? What are you doing? But I think like this one, if you're over, you need a budget, we just have a video that's coming up with this particular app, but it said, hey, you're overspending in one area. And then here it's like, Expensify says, hey, you've been reimbursed. So it's a very timely, it's like, oh, things we actually want to do, or there's a big sale coming in with a, a sense of urgency, like. Like you said, Kate.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, one thing I think I was trying to get out, but like direct opens are not always the best like measure of like how successful your push push strategy is. Like a lot of users, like I saying, like we have a lot of notifications. Some people might see your push, right, come through and they're like, Oh, that's cool, there's a sale going on, but actually open your app, not go directly through the push, but just open the app. So we call those like soft opens. Um, so like they saw that you received the push, but they actually like open the app. Um, A couple hours or three hours later so even uh, measuring like time to open is super super important or time to even open the app if they receive the push is a cool metric to see because sometimes pushes are awesome like super super um successful in terms of their direct opens but drive a lot of soft opens right um so just one thing to keep in mind
0: too should we give it a day like hey (laughs) all the opens
1: yes it's kind of crazy, like within 24 hours, you can see that like we did like a like a I'm not sure if it's a news, uh, case study, but we did like made like a little histogram of like how many people like actually like enter the app. And it kind of spiked after three hours for some types of um, clients. We, I think we consolidated the information across a lot of different industries, but it's always almost not immediate. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same for me and like how I kind of consume notifications. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. There's like a push if it's just a it's not a transactional or a timely one and they're just informing me of something, maybe I'll navigate to a little bit later after instead of right away.
0: Ganoak asks, have you done any tests on badge notifications? I don't know what kind of tests we can do on badge notifications.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I think-
0: Besides a number.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. It's escaping me right now, but we'll get yeah. back to you on that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll kind
0: of, we'll push it back on Ganoak. Like what kind of things yeah. can we test anyways? All right, Kate. I'm going to try to redeem myself. I don't know if you have one more in you, but we're going to go for round two, and I'm going to try to tie it up. You got one more?
1: I think you You go first, and then I'll okay, try and try wrap my brain through.
0: I'm trying to find one that will actually get me a win. All right, let me try to find one. All right, I'm going to stick with Adrian. I hope you're still there. I'm going to stick with another Irish joke. All right, Kate, I was going to tell you a joke about the Irish, but I didn't want you Dublin over with laughter. Uh, <laughs> Dang it, where's my sound <laughs> <laughs> drop?
1: I, <laughs> I need
0: to put laughter in there. I think that's what got you the win last time. Oh, I'm kidding, all right. Oh, yeah. I really
1: <laughs> got a Seinfeld laugh track, I love it. Okay, right, is my turn? One. Yes. <laughs> okay, does anyone know why I'm not a fan of elevator music? Why? It bothers me on so many levels. Can I, get it? I don't know. Steve's face, like, reaction to that one was like a little bit mixed, mixed, mixed signals. My so reaction—I'm
0: just trying to hit the button. Don't look at my face. i'm My reaction is like, this is why you're getting the win. You're going like, that. I like that. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to
0: get extra right. points. <laughs> well, put k i I think Kate probably Rudy already fit, put it in. All right, we're going to give Kate the win here probably. Kate, you figure out what I have to do as a punishment. And we'll look at one final app. And I wanted to find pick this app because I thought it was appropriate to have you on. And it was a I know you guys work with a lot of e commerce apps. So I was like, all right, this is perfect. Perfect guests for this perfect app. And we've got Jenny, I think, G-E-N-I. He or she wants help with the user experience. So we'll just go straight into that if we don't because of timing. And that's what the question was, anyways. So here we go, Kate. And I've got my Android pulled up. Looks like it's grocery shopping, just for everybody who's listening or watching. It's a grocery shopping app. We can find Essential. And I think they do delivery, too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I wonder where they do delivery. So I'm curious to know about that. But I guess we'll find out within the app. I
1: think I did some research. It's a Kuwaiti um, app.
0: Okay, that's what I was. I figured we have an international audience, and I figure it's gonna be. All right, I'll share my location. Why not?
1: Yeah. So it
0: didn't show me <laughs> <any never>, like <laughs> restaurants that were, or not restaurants, sorry, gro- groceries that were close to me. I know. <laughs> all right. How do we? You said Kuwait? Uh, yeah. All right, let's try this. I'll put a Kuwait address. So, oh, are they a, let's see. Are they grocery store themselves? Yeah,
1: so I feel like they're like a Kuwaiti version of Instacart. That was the vibe I got from the app. Um, But also, yeah, something to call out is, it triggers the app, even on my, like the iOS app I had, that triggers Mm -hmm. like the app store rating like really early. So I think I haven't gotten any value out of the app yet. So I think maybe waiting until someone actually completes a purchase to, present this is would probably be a good tester or for UX improvement as
0: well. Yeah, I agree. So I used to do this too, Kate, okay, on one of my apps. I put it on but I did on immediate open. And then they were mm-hmm. like, no, I got I did get more reviews. So that was a positive. Yeah. The negative was I did hit two. There's two people that left me a one star review that said, I can't use this app without leaving a review. I hate this app. This app sucks. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll put on second open. So I I'll give you a positive just because you filled this out, Ginny, but uh, I agree with Kate. I would just wait one little, maybe on second open there. Yeah. User experience looks good. I don't see anything. I like that there's a search because generally I would probably search for something up top. And then, you know, I like that there's promotions here. So I'll, I'll add a few stuff. Let's add some coffee.
1: I think one thing too, before you selected the ton store, I think like discoverability too, other than just selecting one, like which store is closest to you is um, if you take a peek at the Instacart app, it's actually really cool Mm -hmm. how they like suggest different um, like stores or grocers, depending on like maybe whatever is the fastest like delivery and always putting like the delivery time, like estimated like delivery by 2 p.m. or something like that so you can have a little sense of that if you need something like really urgently Um, and they also do a really cool um, kind of discovery kind of widget in the first page around um, like actual types and categories of things so if it's like something you need like if you need like um, cleaning supplies ASAP like they'll give you like different options for like different types of products and then it'll guide you to what store will give you that product right versus a store focused discovery, Um, it's like product focused. So it's a little bit different way to choose and select um, a grocer.
0: Great feedback. And I think we do do that, right? Like, It's not like, hey, I have to go. No, it's like, I need more fruit or I need more tofu. Not like, I need to go to this particular store. It's more like, I need this, which store has it? I love that feedback. All right, I do have a couple of things in my cart see how to check out. just want to go through that process there you go the delivery time so i guess in quite it's probably around that time anyways let's see what mm-hmm. the checkout is i like how they asked me for the account sign up after i'm about to check out so i kind of like that
1: yeah same
0: i'm not gonna do anything else after that
1: yeah Overall, i think there's pretty good yeah so on the checkout page too i just called out like it's always there's like some um go to the items that you selected Mm
0: -hmm. there's a little
1: bit like of um like extra blank real estate right on that page Mm -hmm. um so i probably is like i know it's a big engineering lift to do this but like adding suggested items to add um here or if you've made a purchase already um like suggesting like items that you've added in the past right like buy it again type thing um just to make sure that like there's other opportunities for users to either add more items to their cart, which is always important. Um, but yeah, just like one other point, like making space, not too like cluttered, but like making space of all the real estate in different pages too. Right.
0: Love it. Okay. I'll just shut up. Where, where do you want me to go with the app? It's great feedback.
1: No, I think, I think that was the main thing. Um, what else? I like how the, like you said, like it presents. So my notes were like, it presents like login or sign up, like after you've kind of created your cart and you guys have social sign on, which is awesome. It, um, makes it way faster. Um, I think like a really, when you do create an account, like it's always good. I think another client like tested, like form submission, like making sure that process is super easy. So I know there's only like a few fields that you have to fill out to create an account within tons, but, um, Mm -hmm. like super simple, like UX like changes, like, can actually, like, improve, like, account creations by a lot. Um, so playing around and maybe doing some UX tests around that is always awesome.
0: I was going to sign in, but then I'm like, it's enough of these things. And they're not even in my so Yeah. I
1: love Fair that. enough.
0: Okay. Anything else? Because <laughs> I, I have nothing else. You had way more <laughs> valuable pieces of feedback than I did. Is anything else you want to share for tons?
1: Um, It's always good to, like, maybe play around and, like, Well, with a lot of our clients, they kind of use Tabletics to order the different like cards. So like the promotion category maybe is first, but like what the next one is too, right? Um, Also bringing the next like category above the fold a bit of the bottom of the screen will encourage like scrolling down. So like when you scroll up and see, like you can only see the promotion one Mm -hmm. at the beginning, but you can't even see the peak of like a produce category. So I think bringing it up like a bit might increase like scrolling and discoverability. But that's one thing. Um, Also, like, I feel like maybe you won't actually, there's a couple other tabs on the bottom, right? So like deals and offers, we have a lot of clients like test like what the default um, tab is. So if someone's a super like offer discount motivated buyer, maybe like making the default thing versus like, just all the products like Offers, maybe, right? First, so they can see what is the most, um, what's on sale that week, too. Love it. Yeah,
0: cool. Anything else?
1: No, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Yeah, can reach out to us after if you want more.
0: <laughs> you know what? I don't have that great of experience with e-commerce, and I was okay. just like, I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna let Kate run the show. This is but why yeah, I love having a guest on because honestly, like you know, I don't pretend to know everything, and I love when the guest just takes over and makes my job no, a lot easier. I, I think that. there's
1: there's it's really cool because like. Um, like subscription pages are kind of like even you said it like kind of they appear across like tons of different industries, right? Like media, Mm -hmm. um, like motivation apps like this one, right? Um, Like firewalls and like VPNs and stuff like that. So there's so many transferable like knowledge, like nuggets that you can use across industries. Right. So even like my suggestions of like the default tab that it shows, like that could be like the default tab in like a news app, for example, like, versus like the timeline, maybe they have saved favorite like categories of news that they wanna take a peek at and like giving them the default of their favorites might be the best user app experience, right? So it kind of spans different cat like different different industries, like even this like browse um, page, right? It might've been like a list format before, but you've tested maybe the grid versus list view. That's a super, super important um, test that we have a lot of our clients run because sometimes list actually performs better, even though personally, like I love the grid because there's like mm-hmm. way more utilized like real estate and there's pictures. So <laughs> I like pictures. So it's like it would convert better for me. And I like the app experience a little bit more. Right. So yeah. love it. Love it. Okay. okay I- if you
0: ever want to come back on and do any of these things where we talk about which test one, kind of like we did in the beginning, I'd love to have you on anytime. Unfortunately, I did lose, I didn't get one single vote. This is the first time ever I got no votes whatsoever. So screw you guys <laughs> on that, no pity votes either. All right, well, Gnoke says some apps for the badge notification, some apps do in- app inboxes mm-hmm. or version updates, the, app, the badge can nudge users to go back into the app. Maybe that's an Android thing because I'm not familiar with anybody. Doing that, yeah, maybe version
1: but, updates. It'd be like including like the release notes in it, like what people are actually gonna get like benefit from the updated version. I'm not really sure if that's even applicable, but that's the only thing that comes to my head. <laughs>
0: All right, we got one last question from Rassi. Have you done any testing on push or email notifications? Some users are triggered to uninstall the app, especially if there's too much. So, like, have you seen that too much push notifications leads to more like uninstalls?
1: Yeah, we've definitely seen that. We have a lot of our clients who like monitor like daily unsubscribes. So when they're they send out a push, they can kind of see if that actually impacted someone unsubscribing or not going to the app anymore. Um, So we see actually like increase depends on like the type of push notification, right? Like if they're doing a lot of actions, the app and they're receiving a lot of transactional notifications. So that means like they they bought a lot of stuff um, on like Zara, for example, and they're getting like notifications that their shipping is their package has been like sent and shipped out like that's super, super important. So frequency in terms of like transactional pushes is always like it's you don't really have to limit them because they're probably super informational and like relevant to users. But making sure you limit like general, like broad based push campaigns is always super, super important. Um, I think the timing of pushes too is super, super important. So we see a lot of our clients do timing, push timing experiments. So if they're notifying someone of a sale, maybe they're not doing it like um, like Monday at 11 a.m. when someone's just starting their work day, it'll be like at lunch or like around 5 p.m., right? So testing the timing when pushes are sent out can impact um, if there's gonna be more unsubscribes or not. Um, but Yeah, that's kind of like the main two things.
0: Noah, thank you. You gave me a vote. (laughs) vote. (laughs) Love you, man. The website is Taplytics. Go check them out. If you want to do AB testing, so important for you to do, whether you're trying to find product market fit or you're at scale, then it becomes even more important to you because small little increases will have a big impact on your numbers, whether it's activations, purchases, all that stuff. We want, we just dove into a little bit of what Taplytics can do, but go check them out, Taplytics, and you can request a demo or just reach out to them and sign up for one of their packages. And you don't need another SDK, all right? So that's a big of it there if you don't want one. Again, taplytics.com, it is in the YouTube description or your favorite podcast app. Okay. if the audience wants to learn more about you and connect with you and say, thank you so much for those awesome jokes and crushing Steve, and just <laughs> talk to you more about A-B testing, do you want to send them anywhere else?
1: Um, no, you can connect me on LinkedIn if you guys want to chat, um, otherwise, like, bye, Tabletics, <laughs> and you can work with me, I'm kidding, <laughs> but yeah, it'd be really fun, like, I love to connect with people on LinkedIn, like, you can chat, like, if you ever want to, yeah, discuss A-B testing, I'm here, so connect me on LinkedIn, I think that's the only other place you can find me. <laughs>
0: Well, Kate's LinkedIn info is in the description as well. So if you got anything out of this, think away. Feel free to thank the guests, like I'm about to now. Kate, thank you so much for coming on and doing this, and I, I love these. <laughs>
1: I feel like I'm gonna watch this stream again and be like, oh god, like the amount of like pointer fingers I was doing was probably super <laughs> embarrassing. But yeah, thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun.
0: And guys next week we got sarah gifford she's a very seasoned executive and entrepreneur who has went on to sell her company and now she's got a cool voting app that's going to really help you align your beliefs with the right political candidate we're going to talk about when is it the right time to scale what Having sold a company, what is the, the key metrics that she really likes to focus on that equate to success? But I really want to talk about scale with her. If you're at a point where you're getting some revenues, maybe you're not in the five-figure mark yet, but you want to start reinvesting. I want to really learn from her because she's done it with previous companies and she's currently doing it with her current company now. So every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, join us on YouTube. That's Sarah Gifford. Hey, thank you so much for coming on and doing this and dominating me on these dad jokes. I can't believe it, but thank you so much. <laughs>
1: I love the ego boost for me this heading into the weekend. So <laughs> Chris, get out of here,
0: Chris. All right, leave. All right. Enough of you.
1: <laughs> thanks, no, thanks. thanks. thanks.
0: Keep going. And then we've got Noah. That's it. <laughs> all right, Kate. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. And once again, it is TapLytics. If you guys want to learn more about A-B testing. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.